0: If you listening out there listen to our, our random banter we're trying to get this podcast off the air or not on the air but off of the ground um, <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: just gonna cancel it
0: already we pulling it up um you know if you're listening out there thank you for listening uh this is episode number four three <laughs> episode three and we're still trucking um yeah, I got got a, I got a quote for y'all. I got a quote for y'all. Okay, I dug deep for this one. Okay, Here you go. good. Do I not destroy my enemies when I make them my friends?
1: Wow, that's beautiful.
0: But who was that? Abraham Lincoln. Mm. See that again? Do I not destroy my enemies when I make them my friends? Bars.
1: Man.
0: I have mixed
2: feelings about Abe Lincoln, just from figuring out that he didn't actually want to end the Civil War like over slavery. But this is a great quote. This is a really That's true. Quote. <laughs>
3: many great quotes. True.
0: That's true, my man. What does it mean to you, Jay? Break it down for us, bro.
4: Break it down. Okay, um, so turning friends into enemies. No, turning your enemies into your friends. <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I and mean, the fact is when you get to the point where you really like like each I guess the thing is you can take your enemies and and through love, through intentionality, through um, I mean, just humility, through just really proactively building uh a, a you know, bridge between you and that enemy of yours, uh maybe breaking down the wall that separates the two of you, you can really strive for good, genuine friendship. Um, it doesn't it doesn't have to you don't always have to be enemies with somebody you can become friends that, that, that uh, yeah. it's never uh a done deal you know Yeah wow. it I feel Yeah
0: Ladies and gentlemen I'm here with Jay and he just broke down Abraham Lincoln quote um round of applause I don't have the
4: quote down hey, we right. got to get you all I'll stop with all the wrestling theme references. All right, that's that's enough for tonight. <laughs> you got we more. Got one in one. You got one more. Um,
0: but yeah, you Now what I'm cooking, yes. You <laughs> used it already. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, today or tonight, I don't know what time it is, wh- wherever people are listening, mm-hmm. um, we are going to break down uh, arguments social media arguments, rants, um, and taking them and turning them into opportunities where we can really make an impact with people. And the reason why this came up um is because cancel culture is a real thing in the internet. Mm. Would you guys agree? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's
2: wild. Like
0: (laughs) if you have any type of opinion, (laughs) you can get canceled like a tv show yeah true. it's wild um but we're going to get into that um let's go down the shout outs and talk about what's going on in the world first and then we can hop into those things um i only have one shout out today unless you guys have another shout out um i want to give a shout out to hamilton glass uh if you are a Richmondite, you may or may not know hamilton glass especially if you live Uh, in the fan or downtown area Um, definitely the museum district Um, yeah you know Hamilton Glass has been uh, putting up some of the greatest murals in Richmond probably the greatest I mean I'm sure there's others than him um, but he's definitely someone that's been doing meaningful pieces Um, and because of his uh, determination you know there's been so many festivals and rallies and uh, things that he's been doing in the city and this podcast we we want to highlight the people that are going forth and doing things in the community and uh really bring, really working to bring about change so uh hamilton glass has a podcast called mending walls that's crazy that we're a podcast we want people to listen to us we'll be telling people to listen to him um but yeah <laughs> check him out uh he's he's not doing technically the same stuff we're doing um his his is a little different but Hopefully we can do a little collab with Hamilton Glass at some point. What do y'all think?
2: Yeah, we're, we're just so shocked that the answer, yeah. Yes, absolutely.
3: He's like a celebrity. He's a Richmond celebrity. Yeah, you, yeah. you actually can't even go downtown without seeing it, even if you don't know it's him. Right. He's, mm-hmm. on, he's on and in the diamond. He's on businesses, mm-hmm. I think even residents in the area, too.
4: Nice. Man.
0: Man, would it it'd be dope if we can do one of these um, one of these discussions sitting in front of a mural a mural that he did that he did that'd be dope but we can yeah. interview him while sitting
2: in front of him yeah. yeah
3: this is us pleading to you Hamilton Glass let us interview you <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> yeah. Hamilton. Hamilton
0: you know? I got an idea if you're listening to this you start painting a mural we start a discussion. No, no. Oh. Well, he can, he can paint whatever he wants behind us, but we're having a pod and we're talking about the things, the subject matter that we're talking about, he's painting about. And by the
4: time we finish the discussion, he's finished the mural. Gotcha. What if we did like David Blaine and we get in like this little glass cube over, hanging over the city of Richmond and then he's painting <laughs> on all sides of it? He paints all, all the sides of it? Yeah. I'm not getting in the glass cube. And then, <laughs> then,
1: and then the, the glass box glass opens.
4: Box. Exactly. We're performance artists while mm. we're recording a podcast. You know, it's just, it's going to be awesome. Mm. Whatever would, it is. I would just need to bring my sunblock. I, I just, that's right. <laughs> whatever,
0: whatever it is, Hamilton, if you're listening, I'm following you on, on Instagram. Hit me up. Um,
2: so <laughs> moving
0: on. Um, unless you guys got any shout outs.
2: No shout outs.
0: No shout outs. No you know, um, great. Yeah, keep keep Philly vegan. Philly vegan is a, a restaurant that we talked about a little while ago, um, black owned business, vegan restaurant, really good food. Um, they had some situations happen over the uh, weekend last weekend, and they're out of their space so you can keep them mm-hmm. in your prayers. They're mm-hmm. now looking for a different space to occupy. Wow. Uh, but they're still, I mean, they're still selling food. They're still doing well for the most part, but they're they are out of a space. So keep them in your prayers. Fully vegan, we embrace you. Um, so what's going on in the world? Um, I have a few things. Kelly Jane, do you have a few things?
2: I think I have the same few things that you have.
0: Uh-oh. It's because a lot of stuff has been happening.
2: Yeah, right. it sure has been. Just heavy sigh. Let's just all take... A
0: breather. (sighs) I chuckle because I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Well, uh, let me let's dig right into it. Uh, I'm glad I don't have to say, "Rest in peace, Jacob Blake." I'm gonna say that.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. You know, I mean, it had to been, you know, we talk about God on this podcast and, um, you know, I would say God answers prayers, you know, uh, to be, you know, I know the video is circulating and I, I refuse to watch it. I think I almost watched it. I didn't know what I was watching until I was like, oh my gosh, this is the thing. So I turned, off, I turned it off.
3: Better that you don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: Yeah. so I was like, I I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Um, But as the story goes, apparently, this is what I've heard. You guys can correct me based on the news things that you guys have seen. Um, But Jacob Blake was was breaking up a fight in Wisconsin, breaking up a fight. And I guess the police comes, and he leaves, or I guess the police has the situation. He leaves to go get in his car. The police are trying to apprehend him. But he's getting in his car, and the police officer uh, comes up behind Jacob Blake and shoots him seven times in the back. And his children, his three kids, are in the car, and they see this. You know, to make matters worse, they shoot a guy into a car where there's children in time.
1: Yeah.
0: And man, like... He's still alive. Amen. Yeah. You know, at the moment he is paralyzed, but that could change. Um, so, if you are a prayer warrior out there, you are someone who uh, keeps people in prayers. Keep this man in your prayers, Jacob Blake. Um, yeah. Thank God his life wasn't taken. Um, I can only imagine the trauma that this can have on his children. Um, yeah. But you know, just like the story goes, riots happen. You know, protests, I mean, not say riots, protests start to happen. Um, and I honestly don't know too much about the 17 year old protester that came down and killed two. I think he killed two. Coming out of here, he yes, killed yes. two protesters.
4: Two protesters. Right. Kyle Is even
0: Kyle Rittenhouse? Is he even from Wisconsin?
3: No, he's from no. Illinois.
2: He's a Illinois. youth police cadet program person.
0: Oh, so, so he wants to be a police officer.
2: He was involved and, in the program, yeah. And,
4: and he, he thought this gun. is the best way to do it. The gun he had was it was he had a, he illegally had it.
1: So, so
0: he's not even old enough to have it. If he's 17, he's not old enough to have a gun.
4: Right? Mm-hmm. Don't you have to be 18? Well, I hope that's the law. <laughs>
1: you <know>? I
4: hope <laughs> that what is the law? <laughs> like, I
2: hope that know. who knows in Wisconsin.
4: Uh, 17 years old, you're old enough to watch an R-rated movie and get a gun.
2: Yikes.
4: That would be crazy. Would
0: be yeah, fun. so he has a... Ill- illegally, he has a gun, but I guess uh, I wanna I want to be fair to both sides of things. This is a young man who wants to be a cop so for whatever reason he thinks this is the best way and it terrifies me to think that there are people that think that this is the best way to be a cop
2: Mm, wow
0: you know like i this 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 child has dreams and aspirations but the fact that he has no one to guide him appropriately, we need to have. We need to have a cop on this show one day, um, one day soon, man. I would love to interview uh, one of our Richmond's finest
2: mm-hmm.
0: and talk to him, even about this child. Like, man, how you? Know, if you were his mentor, what type of advice would you give him? Right. Because this clearly is not what a cop should be. I think this should hopefully wakes up some police officers. Like, hello, like. These are children following in our footsteps.
2: Well,
0: it has, We have to see it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to see it from his perspective. He, he wants to be a cop. He, he has aspirations to be a part of the police force and to police people.
3: Yeah. I think the, the mindset of just wanting to be a cop is not enough. You know, you, there's, there's got to be a reason why you want to be a cop. You know, I think cops have had this prestige for for people uh, ever since they've been uniformed, I would suppose. Um, yeah. And I think the, the critical side of it is, is fanaticism and obsession um, or even some of the, the power that comes along with it. But there's really got to be a reason, even though the history of policing is has been exposed pretty broadly now. Um, and I'm sure we'll get into that later on, but mm. this the reason to be a cop now is, is to seek justice. And I think before you even get into that position, I, even before you it becomes a desire, and that's something we have to teach the young people who want to be cops, what justice right. means. Right. Do you think Batman,
0: is a negative picture of what justice looks like. I mean, you know, I I just feel like Batman sometimes can be, you know, I I was listening to an interview, and the guy was talking about the new Batman trailer, and he was saying that Batman was in, you know, is going to be in the streets, and this is like the street Batman,
1: and he's going to be
0: more of a detective, and... Actually, you know, seen fighting crime in the streets. And the guy that was like kind of talking about it um, was saying, Well, this is awesome. Like, you know, I want to see Batman modern day in the streets of Chicago, you know. And I'm like, Well, hold on. If Batman was in the streets of modern day Chicago, he would be beating the crap out of black
2: men. Wow.
0: Like if you've seen the trailer, it ends with Batman punching this this dude like, like seventeen times. Jay, yeah. I know you saw it. Don't talk. I, I don't did. Me
4: I did. Wow. Yep, I saw. I saw the Batman who's trying to cosplay as a member of Panic at the Disco. But oh my. I, I just want to say I'm all Batman out, so I'm I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't, I don't care too so much about seeing this one. But uh, yeah, it's a good that's a good question though. I mean, kind of like. Uh, but it it goes beyond Batman. I mean, it goes to like, you know, the cowboys of the, the you know the western films. Uh, you think about the 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 lone um, the lone you know ranger type uh, role that you see in like Han Solo or mm. in action movies like Die Hard, you know, or um, you know any, any of these ones like that were famous made famous by like Stallone, Schwarzenegger, uh, mm. you know even. You know, just different, the different portrayals of that, you know, like lone vigilante type that's going to take matters into his own hands and, and kind of make his own rules and uh, and to really get things done, and to make, you know, get justice done his own way. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it makes for great entertainment. And, and some of those movies are really great. And, uh, you know, personally, like, for instance, the Batman movies, I, I'm a big fan of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. But uh, yeah, I mean. What kind of example or is that what kind of image is that setting for our society yeah it's not it's not it's not it's not i think setting the right example for what you know we should follow and and how we should carry ourselves out in real life yeah i think
2: i I think it's like such a noble ideal um you know it's kind of like robin hood like it's standing up to the system and Mm protecting the vulnerable. Like, I'm sure that that is what vigilantes have in mind, is they think that they are doing the right thing. Um, it's interesting because one of the reports I'm reading from BBC says that um, he was like patrolling, the Kyle House was patrolling um, on Tuesday. He was helping patrol the streets, quote-unquote, in my own like reading of it, and then it's a told journalist it was his job to guard buildings and even offer medical assistance to protesters um, and mm. he, on his social media, has, like, Blue Lives Matter logo on his profile picture. He just seems to have, like, a huge affinity for police officers, maybe even, in my interpretation of it, like, a romanticized idea of what police officers are. But I think that segues into our discussion today, because it's, there are two different sides who really, truly believe that what they think is right. Like, mm. who are protecting Blue Lives Matter, really don't want police officers' names to be dragged through the dirt. And I'm sure that this kid wanted to protect the police buildings, and I'm sure that he really, yeah, thought that he was doing the right thing. Um, and he saw what others see as the victims, he saw them as the enemy. Mm -hmm. But it, it just kind of all depends on, like, what your perspective is.
0: Okay. Right, I saw a meme um, where it had Tamar Rice's picture.
2: Gosh, yeah.
0: Tamar Rice was 12 years old and he was, um, I hate that there's errors, but in the Trayvon Martin era, right. time right. period, right, um, where this was happening, Tamar Rice was 12 years old and he was shot and killed by the police and he had a toy gun, a toy gun, Right. Um, shot and killed, Um, but this young man, 17 years old, not only kills two people, but walks past the police after killing these two people and goes home. And, like, I just feel like, is that not enough to at least get you to think that there's something wrong with that? Like, is that yeah. not enough to 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 allow you to step back from your rhetoric for a second and think like a human mm-hmm. being? You know, um, but I would never put that on I, what I just said. I would never, I would never make that into a post. Um, which is what we're here to talk about today: is um, turning social media arguments and rants and posts into opportunities for you to speak straight with someone, Mm. for you to speak with someone that opposes you even. But people can oppose you, and you guys can have a clear conversation where both of you guys are understanding. and They may walk away from the conversation not agreeing still, and you still disagreeing. But at least you're able to civil, like, is there a civilly? Is civilly a word?
2: yo I yes. don't
0: know to civilly walk away from a conversation like I feel like I don't agree with this person but I can talk to this person and understand them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: that's just the beginning that's the beginning of this of this journey but before we get into that quick thoughts Camila Harris I know it's been a little while but Camila Harris was yeah, chosen yeah. as Biden's running mate which mm-hmm. sparked a flame on social medias Um also the the war
4: the war on walk but we're not gonna Wap? get that's not that's <laughs> have you heard of that jay i i have and uh i was really curious as to what it meant uh, for a while and this rated this this podcast is
0: rated pg-13 wait pg-13 really yeah i would say pg-13
4: mm-hmm. some of the stuff we're talking about okay okay yeah. violence people getting yeah. killed yes. I'm yeah. like if I'm if I'm doing PG thirteen or I don't want people to be expecting me to say some cuss words, okay? So I just you know okay PG 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 okay
0: cool I'm not gonna curse uh, you yeah. know PG
2: thirteen light maybe
0: right yeah. you know you
4: know I, I said crap earlier but <laughs> this is a different type of podcast if you are listening maybe yeah. if some post production we can add in some bleeps as if we were like getting into a heated
2: <laughs> we we'll just say like gosh darn it <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but you know, that's like yeah, the, the war and wop or WAP war. Uh J WAP means I'll tell you, I'll tell you, listen, let's separate these letters. Let's separate these letters. The W means wet. And that's the only word I can break down for you. The A and the P,
4: you can probably guess. Oh you yeah, know, I figured. I, I found out what it meant. Sorry. You oh, know, like, okay, okay. You, I thought you didn't know. Yeah, it, well, I didn't for like a week. Okay,
2: I'm in the dark, but I'm happy to be here.
4: Yeah, and and then like after, because you know people just mention stuff on Facebook on on, on like on the news feed. I see it mentioned blah 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 blah, and then and then it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, it's a it's a Cardi B song, and uh, Meg the so, stallion. No, I'm getting suspicious, but. But then, and then I found out what it meant and I was like, oh geez, I think I could have gone my whole life without knowing what that meant. And it's be right, <laughs> world. right. World. Well, the,
0: the point of even bringing that up, um, the point of um, even bringing that up was because the response, like I need the listeners to understand that we are talking about the response, okay? I feel like, hey, you know, you can like whatever you like. If that's your jam, that's your jam. Jam out. It's
4: a lot of people's jam. It's It's a lot of
0: people's jam. You can like it, but why can't people not like it? Or more or less, why can't people say, hey, that's not something I would like my kids to listen to? Because you know for a fact that it's me being a middle school teacher, these kids know every single word of that song. And I'm probably going to hear WAP a million times in class once school starts. I I know I am. I know I'm going to have to write a kid up because they keep saying WAP. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? That used to be, listen, WAP used to be a derogatory term.
1: Hmm. to toward
0: um, Asian, right? Asian, um, I think Chinese.
4: No, 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 no. Italian? Are you thinking about, uh, you know, good question. Are you thinking about wasp? No, guap. Okay,
0: so, sorry. Or is it guap? I don't it might know. be guap. But, guap. But. I'm sorry, but it, I, I, I just thought, you know it's like
3: I know. Um, yeah.
0: But the purpose, the purpose of me even bringing it up, y'all, um, was because there was so much cancel culture and, mm-hmm. like, people like dismissing people because they didn't like it, and I was like. I didn't say anything but there was plenty of times where I almost called the person I was like you know I'm people that know me especially if I see something on Facebook that you post or whatever or a comment and I disagree and I disagree strongly with you or I just want to understand I will call you like you can call people through Facebook it's nothing for me to call you up and be like I saw X Y and Z I just wanted to get understanding because if you're on my friend list that's, you're someone I love Mm -hmm. you're someone I care about so I want to understand the people that I care about I want to learn more about you and what you and how you think so it's just like my opinion like so people have said this this is a win for women or uh, this shows women in a strong light and embrace their sexuality um, is one thing but keeping it about matters of race, okay? I did some digging, looking into the song credits. For one, there are like six writers on this song. Meg Thee Stallion is credited as one of the writers, but the rest of them, the rest of the five are all men, probably black men, but all men, okay? The producers, men, okay? I don't know if they're white or black, but men. Nonetheless. You keep going, the pe- the people, the the um the label they're signed to, Atlantic, the CEO, a white male, the people that's in the offices, they're they're white.
1: Mm.
0: Warner, Warner Group, Warner Music Group, White, the CEO is white, the board, probably predominantly white. So when you look at these things and you see something like WAP go out, who's pimping who? Right. Who's really making the money on this? And who's really benefiting? Because from my perspective, Black women have tried their hardest all their life to shed this this stereotypical view of them, of we, we are the you know, the slut, we're the, you know, the, the prostitute type, we're the stripper. Mm -hmm. They've tried to shed that, right? That because that's a stereotypical view of the black woman, woman or used to be or at least it probably still is in some ways. They try to shed that. So for this to be something that's praised by people. But you know, Michelle Obama's new podcast not being something that's talked about or praised, or the fact that Breonna Taylor's uh, killers are still at home and they haven't mm-hmm. been brought up on charges.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We went from marching and being about a purpose and impacting our community to praising a song that's about something that I could care less about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the subject matter. The subject matter isn't changing the world or changing anybody. Yeah. To see now, you can like it. That's nothing wrong with that. But the fact that no one can say anything against it, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's all I gotta say about what. You know, I wouldn't let if I had kids, I wouldn't let my kids listen to it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Don't bring that in here, bro. Like I don't care what I don't care who is uplifting. It's, that song is not getting no plays, and I love hip hop.
1: Mm-hmm. No
0: plays, um,
4: yeah. I want to move on. <laughs> I want to move on. Yeah, I, I, have, one, one, one quick thought about it, I, you know, I, I think that it seems like I don't know. This is just my observation. It seems like some of the criticism about the song is, you know, there's, you know, there's criticism directed, you know, towards these women uh, for glorifying their sexuality. And it just seems like there's a double standard, though, as as there are plenty of songs over the years uh, with different artists and different genres of music where men have glorified sexuality, um, right? And, you know, and it really they're not treated with the same level of judgment, I guess, from from the from the mass audiences. It seems, it mm-hmm. seems that double standard there, um, yeah. where women are unfairly treated, and uh, when you have a history of, of plenty of plenty of songs. I mean, we could fill the rest of this podcast uh, with just song titles from, from male artists uh, that have been, you know, glorifying right. their sexuality or what have you. But right. yeah, I just think that's uh, interesting what we have right now going on with that.
0: That's a great point. That's a great point. And that don't get no in miles, neither. <laughs> All, I mean, you call me, you know, I, I love rap that. Now, I mean, I, I, now I, you know, I listen to my 90s rap. But you don't have to listen to everything. Is my point. You know what I mean? And, and the thing about it is, if you like it, you like it. Like, if that's what you want to listen to, that's great. You know what I mean? But I, I'm, I'm more so thinking like, I want to be clear because people are gonna be listening to this. I want to be clear. <laughs> Our point is that everybody don't have to like it. This isn't a herd. Right. Right. But I don't have to like it. I can be like, yeah, they don't get no play in my house, but you can bank, you can, you can blast it if you want to. Hey. <laughs> That's how you wanna do it. <laughs> That's what you wanna do it. You know, there there's enough hip hop out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Um but I'm I'm glad you brought that point up, Jay. I wanna make sure that this pod we're talking about all sides of the
4: ball here. Um Dude, you know, wait, what up, what up, all sides of the ball. do, do <laughs> balls have sides? I they mean have around,
2: sides. You said Jay. it, Dom.
4: You said it, Dom. <laughs>
0: They have infinite size, like Kelly James. said. I'm sorry. Okay. I just wasn't paying attention to geometry <laughs> class, I guess. Oh, <laughs> but to your point, hey. Don,
3: I think it helps to have, uh, just be informed. Like, right. if you if you look back at the old standards, what some of the more traditional people today would mm-hmm. think is is good music, it's clean music, But no, it's filled with innuendos. It's filled with, if it's really defined, profane content. Mm -hmm. Um, And understanding, like you did your research, you understood who created the music, who's selling the music, and what the the, the themes inside the music really mean. Right, right. And I I wanna
0: see, um, not saying that black women can't embrace their sexuality because they can. But I'm more concerned with that's what they already think of us anyway. I'm talking about right. people who don't really get down with black people. Right. That's how they already see us. So when they see something like what That's that's not helping our case here. <laughs> you know, that's not how is that going to change our circumstances? How is that going to benefit black children lives coming up after us because we have to leave we're getting older like we have to leave something for them too (laughs) True. i mean um so there it is that's that's our views on why um i know there's a lot of views out there and i've heard it and i've read it trust me i've heard and read all of it and i'm glad that you like it that's awesome but also like carl said to drive that point home Do your research on some of these things and um you know not everything has to be good not everything that's that's fed to you has to be good you can disagree with something um that's you know there's there's positivity in disagreeing okay you don't have to the herd mentality has to stop um so moving forward yeah Camila harris was chosen as biden's running mate um kamala harris Kamala. I'm sorry. I've been saying that wrong. I thought it was convenient. Kamala Harris. I'm sorry. Kamala, if you're listening. Yeah. Oh, man, if we Kamala Harris listening to our podcast, I'm sorry, Kamala. Miss Harris. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Harris. Um, I'm so sorry. Sure. Um, but she was chosen as Biden's running mate. I think that's awesome for the history point of view. Like, hey, round of applause. I don't have any sound effects. I'm not cool yet. But if I had sound effects, it goes something like this.
1: A little like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that's historic. Yep. Yeah. That's historic. Is that um, is. That's definitely a moment in time. It's that's wild. Um, yeah. And I already started seeing memes and stuff about. I saw this one meme where it made me maybe upset. Um, you know, bashing. You know, that's what politics do. They bash each other.
3: It's not another birther meme, is it?
0: No, it's, it's, uh, it had Biden's head on, um, on a box of, um, ding dongs. (laughs) Had his head on a box of ding dongs. And it had Camila, Kamala Kamala's head on a box of ho hos Uh
2: huh. And I was
0: like, that is so.
2: Respectful. oh wow i
0: get it that's dirt like if i was if i was her husband somebody be catching hands off mm-hmm. that like straight up that's like straight up
1: political. those are
0: fighting words yep yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> like,
0: oh, that's wild man
3: uh i heard the the criticisms come out so i was actually on a plane the moment that I was just watching live news on a plane and I was watching the reactions to that. And there were instant reactions happening, uh, Mm -hmm. from other people and from the left and the right. And the, the morning after I was watching Fox news and there people were discounting her as a decision because of her race. They think, oh, straight yeah, up? straight up. They're saying hey, that's, there. there's no merit to that decision. That's what they were saying. Um, essentially, that's not a quote, but, you know, they said it in more verbose terms and it was multiple people doing that.
2: Fox News, man. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've I, had yeah. I, I criticism, um, The most specific criticism I've heard is that people were kind of taking her decision to quote-unquote put parents into jail if their kids don't go to school. Um, An interview that I watched from her, she was really proud of that decision. She was like, yeah, that was hard and that made a lot of people angry, but look at my intention, first of all, and then also look at the stats. Like, people graduated from high school and now have such a better chance at, a, at their future um so from her end of course again one of those things where it's just about your perspective but for, on her perspective she totally is so proud of that decision but i know that people are really upset that that is the running mate like because of that decision that she made
3: that's funny i think when i was younger i thought parents would naturally go to jail if their children didn't go to jail, (laughs) truancy laws. That's before I could form an opinion. (laughs) So That motivated me.
2: Aw, that's so sweet.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I'll say this. uh, Our main squeeze um, for this episode hopefully will help people deal with a lot of these announcements and people's views on these announcements. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's going to be announcements, there's going to be things that, quote unquote, break the Internet and Facebook and Instagram is going to be flooded with these things, especially the closer we get to November.
4: I mean, every week, something's happening.
0: Right. Every week yeah. is something. happening. So what are some of these
4: things, though. Uh, just means that
0: are super like disrespectful, like 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 the hos thing like that mm-hmm. was that had nothing to do with policy. Right? That was just like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying that you know, Trump's people had anything to do with it. Um, but the fact that that's a thing, yeah. that you know, I mean, it was shared by someone who is a Republican, who is probably going to vote for Trump again.
3: Um, and it's like, that's, that's hateful. You know? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it happens on, from whatever ideology you have, that people can go really low blow. Right. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm not even
0: arguing for any side right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it happens on both sides. And it's just like, you know, our main squeeze today is to like, hey, let's let's stop for a second and learn how to have conversation with people instead of us resorting to belittling the other side. Mm hmm. Because that doesn't unify. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, so turning social media arguments, rants, into opportunities for understanding, listening, learning, and unity. What does God have to say about this? Dom, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> I, have to, I have to give you what God says about it first, y'all. Reach it, Dom. I have to. Before we talk about anything, I got to say what God says. So, this is what God has to say about loving your enemies. Um, if you're listening out there, uh, Matthew 5, verse 43 through 48. And this is Jesus speaking you know, here uh, during what his Sermon on the Mount. He's preaching. And he says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies. Mm. Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. And that, like that, teaches. Let me say that first. That teaches. Mm-hmm. We have Please. nothing to say or offer of God's word, in my opinion. That says everything.
2: Yeah.
0: Me being a human being, I have trouble with this myself. Let me say that first for the listeners. This yeah. is this is not easy teaching. I'm not. I'm not saying this passage for you to just like do it and listen, that that's it and do it. It's like, no, we're going to chop this up and we're going to talk about these things. But it's interesting that God says, um, and I, I don't want to lessen anything here, but specifically when he says, <coughs> if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Yeah. are not even the tax collectors doing that and you can relate a tax if you're a listener out there and maybe the bible bible your gig you try to wonder what uh, jesus means by that you can relate a tax collector to a bill collector or um a um infomercial uh what do we call it when somebody calls you uh calls your phone and they're just trying to sell you That's something marketer. marketer oh whoa <laughs> Oh man, you can basically say a tax collector in today's time would be a bill collector or a telemarketer. But like Whatever. a
2: really corrupt one where when they're like, hey, you owe us $80 in utilities, really only owe 20, but they're going to pocket the rest of the 60.
0: Right. Or the, the scammers,
2: mm, yeah. the
0: sca- like the telephone scammers that call you and they act like they're the IRS.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. I knew someone who fell for that.
0: Right, I almost fell for it, and I really? flipped out. <laughs> um, it was just so convincing. But
2: yeah, it is.
0: Um, but, yeah, so you can, guys out there, you can relate tax collector from this passage to, I would say, a scammer today. That today's time, you would have, like, you have no tolerance for scammers. In our eyes, they're evil people, right? Right. But... It says, if you love those who love you, are not even the tax collectors doing that? Do mm. scammers today that we consider evil people. Don't they love those who love them? Isn't the least of us loving those who love us? Isn't that the, the least of us doing that? But we're supposed to be people who are trying to grow. We're trying to be the best people we can be, right? If that's the call for your life, if you're trying to be the best you can be, then just merely loving those who love you is not enough for you to be the best. That puts you at the lower rung. At least that's what Jesus is saying here. Right. So in order for you to upgrade, in order for you to be the best, you have to figure out a way to love love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that's the teaching and that's a hard teaching what do you guys think about this passage before we dive into our facebook uh, comments
2: yeah when you told us what we'd be talking about tonight i somebody had posted that scripture on instagram and i was like screenshotting this for awesome. because, <laughs> yeah this, this speaks to it. i feel like the the thing that convicted me about it the most was like greeting your people and i've never really felt that conflict of like my people versus your people that's not I don't know I'm just kind of a pretty uh you know nice person like I don't really feel like I've had enemies in life but recently I feel like I've felt very my people versus your people when it comes to I don't know I don't want to say politics because it's so much more about like human rights to me than it is about like mm-hmm. uh,
0: any would you right? say like conservative versus liberal
2: yeah, or like people who are like Black Lives Matter versus Blue Lives Matter. Like I've never felt so much part of a camp versus another camp than I do in 2020. So that really got me because I was like, yeah, I'm like gonna be so much more inclined to be nice to you if you've been posting on Facebook like, post that I've
3: been
2: <laughs> like, you know.
3: That creates so that that creates predispositions about certain people now like we have all these yeah these dip these there's dichotomies that we're identifying you know about somebody's identity um mm-hmm. and as soon as somebody is identified by an, uh, an ideology or preference or just the camps that kelly jane is mentioning instantly <clears throat> we can have people who are against any one of those things and any individual has a mix of those things. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Dom and I have differences of opinions on some things, but sure. anybody else in the world could take those differences and say, "No, nope, not about that, and disassociate themselves with that other person.
2: Wow, crazy.
3: Right. Yeah, women
0: we have to learn from uh, Avengers Infinity War,
1: oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, and, uh,
0: that Thanos, he just saw it a different way.
1: True. He, Thanos thought was he was the it. Avenger.
0: <laughs> <Nobody>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanos <laughs> thought he was an Avenger. He was the Avenger. He thought he was doing us a favor. So do you he think his he's... clan saw it the way he saw it, or do they want to be on the most powerful side? Dun, dun, dun. I don't
0: know, but that's digging deep. <laughs> that's
3: digging deep. That's well, a that's good how point, though. how it is though. in the real
0: world. You
3: know, like, people decide yeah. the side that wins. The most powerful side. Yeah. right? Know? I don't that's think a, if, if people start point. to respect Thanos for for what he, what he saw, I think mm-hmm. there would be a little bit more of a way to – I think we would have had a better chance in the end. I don't think we would have had that snap. It's like, oh, I agree. I agree with you, bro, but don't do this. Yeah. You know, we could have gotten closer.
1: <laughs>
3: right, right. Yeah, that brings a good question.
0: His followers definitely was more scared of him. They feared him mm-hmm. rather than loved him. But well, that's a different episode completely. Sorry.
3: Yeah, but that happens <laughs> um, on the Internet. So, like, it's, yeah. it's you know, these, these people, our friends, our families, our neighbors, and people who are thousands of miles away from each other can instantly be an enemy because of something you shared, an idea or content of any form.
2: Yeah, I've had a lot of friends who have had like kind of distant family members, maybe not even that distant, but they just live in two different places. Like Richmond, Virginia is a pretty diverse place. And I think we yeah, have a certain ideology and people that their family members are in the South have a different ideology and it's just crazy how it really does just feel like families are turning on each other. You're right from like literally I just posted something about Blue Lives Matter versus Black Lives Matter and now all of a sudden we're like at each other's throats.
4: Yeah. It's, still- well, it's, it's interesting you're bringing up the quote from Jesus about loving your enemies when Jesus also says later in that same gospel that he's going to turn families against each other. Mm. Like he basically says, hey, I'm going to turn a, a father against a son or you know, daughter against her, her mother. You know, it's uh, I guess different, maybe a different objective than than, this, than what we see on Facebook. Maybe there's some similarities too. In that, yeah. Yeah,
3: in the name of righteousness, yeah, uh, you know, it's going to cause division. I think that's the uh, the Abraham Lincoln quote. It's like, uh, do I not destroy my enemies when I make them my friends? When they become mm-hmm. his friends, his enemies' friends are going to become their enemies. And when you bring them to the side of, of justice and peace, and in our case, righteousness and, mm. and love, you know, they are, yeah. they are automatically on another side, um, because they, they finally see something. Right. Right. Does that make sense? And yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're in, we're in it. We're, we're in deep now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. When, um, yeah, I'm not going to re what you said, because um, it made sense. But this is the question I put on Facebook. Uh, what can you, and this is, you know, we're talking about enemies and friends, right? Enemy in the sense of someone that opposes you on Facebook, or even when you're scrolling and you read something that is opposing your views, right? And let's say it's the wrong view. There is a right and wrong. Okay, I'm gonna say that there's a right and wrong uh, when oh, morals yeah. come. Careful there, me. Dom. You might make some enemies. Ooh,
2: good. yeah. I was like, oh, I I'll, have
0: make, I'll make them that. my friends. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, I'm a, I'll say it is wrong for anyone to be killed. Let me say that. Okay, murder is never a thing that is good, in my opinion. Okay. But let's just say um, you see a post that's specifically talking about that and it's like, okay, that's wrong. Like, I'm gonna go back to the the ho thing, the the Kamala Harris on the that meme. That's that's wrong. That's not that's not a nice thing to post. Right. Right? Like that's not something that you can't argue that this is a nice thing to do. <laughs> right like there's there's no like nice thing about that right. um so when you're scrolling and you see something that's against your or let me say it like this you see something that you feel is incorrect like you're scrolling you're like no this person's a friend but they should understand it the way i understand it because i feel like this is wrong if you see something like that We're discussing that person opposing you, right? That that person's in a place in the space of an enemy because they're opposing you. They're looking at you, right? I don't know what the Greek is for enemy, but <laughs> <laughs> opposing is is that, they're looking at you, right?
2: That sounds right. That sounds like a Greek definition.
0: It sounds like a Greek. Yeah.
2: yeah. It does.
0: <laughs> <Sounds like laughs> the you, Greek. Opposed, you know,
2: an enemy.
0: I don't know what the Greek is, and I don't even know how to pronounce it, even if I saw it.
2: <laughs> I um,
0: um, but an uh, enemy is not necessarily, my point is, or this question may lead to, there might be something about enemies that is beneficial for both parties, mm-hmm. especially once you start to invest the way jesus tells us to invest or some of the things we talk about in this pod. um the question was what can you learn from someone who opposes you that you can benefit from
2: are we answering that question now oh yeah oh. Okay.
0: yeah uh what can you learn from someone who opposes you that you can benefit from a different way
3: so many things
0: <laughs> right. I, right listen,
3: they, they was they was killing the game. They was scrolling. giving me all tight. Right. On.
2: Yeah. Come on, embrace fans. Good let job. me
3: yeah. let me scroll through my mind and pick something out. I th- okay. While so, you while you think that, yeah. I just want to say the Greek word there uh, for
4: enemy mm-hmm. and in that text in Matthew five is just basically somebody who opposes another, a foe, somebody who's hated, an adversary. You know, just basically
3: around that general idea. <laughs> So it's it's like a a pretty definite enemy. It's not just mm-hmm. an opposite. So it's like someone you could potentially hate.
4: Yeah, definitely. So it's okay.
3: really a challenge for us to love them. Yeah. And that's fair. Because that's what's happening on social media now. That's yeah. so
1: wild.
3: Um yeah, so we, we instantly strike up um those 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 feelings that we can instantly hate somebody. When we see somebody post something on social media. Uh, but what it could help is something I'm learning at work is like somebody gives me feedback and I'm totally seeing something from a different point of view now because I did not have it before. And, uh, that's, that's incredibly helpful when we all have the same goal. Um, I think I can even get defensive even when I do have the same goal as somebody else and not want to hear their point of view, seeing that what they're saying is, it may not be helpful to the the actual outcomes. So, for instance, race—if they're deferring opinions about protests, and the the opposite opinion would call it a riot um, or not peaceful, um, they would say it's violent. And these are not necessarily my opinions, but somebody's destroying property. It appears to this is where it gets a little bit more nuanced. It appears that somebody who who speaks on this, like they're destroying property. And the other side would say they're we are we are protesting because people are destroying lives. Right. And those things really in the essence don't don't equate, you know, life over property, but people are concerned about what they're hearing in that moment. They're not seeking understanding in trying to see what the other person says, Mm. um, or understand why they're saying it in that time. Yeah.
2: Yeah, one thing I think of is like, for those conversations that I've had um, where I really do not end up agreeing with that person, it still helps me to know that they think what they think for legitimate reasons. like. I'm not gonna say that there aren't just, like, outright literal racists out there, because there absolutely are, but I think for the people who are saying all lives matter, blue lives matter, who for whatever reason are kind of, like, up against and opposing people who say that black lives matter, um, they don't think that in a vacuum, they're not saying blue lives matter because they hate black people. Some people probably are, but not all people, and I think, they really just value maybe their husband is a police officer and they just really hate Mm. how his reputation is being tarnished right now because they've seen him be noble and courageous and they really are just sad that people like their husband or their father or even they themselves like um they hate how people's views like just like the general public like their view of police officers are changing and so it's helpful, even though I would walk away from that conversation, if someone was to express all that, I'd still be like, okay, men, I'm not saying that all lives don't matter. I'm not saying blue lives don't matter. But what I am saying is that black lives deserve a lot of attention right now. I'd still probably disagree in the semantics, but I would understand that where they're coming from is justified based on what they are valuing and what is like right in front of them. And I think that's why education is so important because it kind of makes you change what is in front of you. And so your values can kind of like shift. But I do think that although I believe in an absolute truth and an absolute right and wrong, I also know that people value different things. And so it just, in conclusion, it just helps me to see that people aren't like crazy or ignorant or idiots like they believe what they believe for a legitimate reason. Yeah.
3: yeah. And what you said there, I think, is the lack of what you're talking about is validating other people's positions and opinions. Right. The lack of that is what's really causing a lot of the problems. Right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I think we just get so up norms about what we're valuing that we're just, we just feel like we're yelling at each other, even though mm-hmm. like, I agree with you.
1: Okay. But
2: take the time to kind of lay that common ground and I feel like that's like super key.
0: Yeah. Um, the quote real quick um, that I derived that question from is um, by Balthazar Gracian.
2: What a name. That sounds like a basilisk from Harry Potter. Balthazar
0: <laughs> Gracian. He says, a wise man gets more use from his enemies mm-hmm. than a fool from his friends. Wow. Say that again. A wise man gets more use from his enemies wow. than a fool from his friends. And I just think I, when I hear that, the picture that comes to mind is the the friends or the the friends you may have in your your circle. We all have had them or have them, where they're the friend that's just telling you good, like positive things. Right. But but my, my my point is just positive. I know that y'all heard that. And like, oh, what's what's wrong with positive things? There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with bigging your friends up and lifting them up and encouraging your friends. That's what you're supposed to do. Jesus tells us to encourage your friends daily. But encouragement can also come in the form of correction. If I just hear, you're doing good, bro. You're fine. That's good. You should do that. Yeah. You should do that too. That's fine to do too, you can do whatever you want. There's no accountability, no. Yeah, you do you, you're fine. Whatever choices you make is fine. You're not helping me out, man. You're helping me be a fool.
1: Mm.
0: You're not helping me grow in my character. You're not helping me grow into a better person. You're not helping me to understand anything. Like there's, there's no accountability. We, we're not all right, right? We don't always
3: do right things, right? Yeah. We need correction.
0: Um, that's what I think his, of when I hear that. I
3: hear yeah, that. somebody with this mindset is definitely someone who's seeking enlightenment. And Balthazar? Balthazar, yeah. So it's more use from my enemies. It's mm. crazy to think about. Because you're just thinking use anything of use is beneficial. And mm-hmm. somebody with choir behind them, you know, you're just you're preaching to the choir and everybody's saying amen mm-hmm. you're just standing still right
0: right well our facebook response is oh um <laughs> someone you know very well jay uh commented, <laughs> commented on it. i'm not i'm not gonna say names but someone you know very very well uh says uh what they learn from enemies um, is to how to better explain your viewpoint, mm. or to expand your perspective. I was like, explain hmm. and expand. Yeah, yeah, explain and expand.
3: Um, ooh, another yeah, that's it's really profound. Like, explain maybe you didn't say it clearly. Let me help you understand. Ooh. Or you know, try to seek understanding. Ooh. Cause that's that's the explaining part. You cook them with oil now. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Should we cook with oil? I, I don't I don't I don't usually
4: cook. So <laughs> you should definitely cook with oil okay. and um,
0: not water. Okay, but <laughs> with grease is that okay?
2: Bacon <laughs> grease, that's good to cook.
0: with. No, it, we try to be healthy. Okay. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, Carl Carl's trying his hardest not to say. <laughs>
4: Bacon fat grease lard.
2: Yes.
4: I save my bacon grease. We're not enemies on this subject. It's Whole30 approved. (laughs) Ah. Take that. Ew. Um,
0: (laughs) Another post says or comment says you might learn you don't listen long enough. Mm. You don't listen long enough. Wow. Or that we struggle with containing emotions. We can learn so much from others with different perspectives. I'll say, ooh, that's, that's great self-reflection there. It's like you can learn from your enemies that maybe you struggle with containing your emotions and that you don't listen long enough. There's, there's a certain humility you gain from enemies, it seems. Or yeah. someone who opposes you. Let me stop saying enemies so much. Someone that opposes you or don't doesn't see it the way you see it.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah.
0: patience. That's another, that was said true. a number of times. Patience. Yeah, yeah. Very um true. boundaries, diversity of thought is beautiful and less harmful. And that you can love someone from
2: afar. Mm. True mm-hmm um, Wow
0: uh, how did oh, that one that wouldn't one make sense let me scroll um, one, uh, another person says you can you can come to realize your flaws or weak points then you can fix any fallacies in your own rhetoric come on fallacies come on
2: rhetoric! Yeah. Like, why then... am i
3: saying this yeah right yeah fallible so yeah mm-hmm. uh someone
0: else said finding common ground and for you anime fans out there the, uh this <laughs> this uh comment says um if they oppose you then they are different by learning their way of thought, you might understand them more. From learning the way your enemy thinks gives you knowledge, more knowledge about your enemy is more power.
3: Is that Avatar?
0: I don't know. I don't think it's from any specific anime, but I just think about an anime character powering up when I hear that. Mm. Yeah, I, it sounds like, like something. Out of, like, out of the art of war or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, learning your enemy does it, gives you power. Cool. Yeah, I don't right? know yeah. your, your oppo- who you're opposing. But I guess the sense of if you're listening out there, the point of you seeking understanding from your opposers is to seek understanding. And if you can understand the way they think You will be able to explain better explain your point of view to help them understand. Right. Um, I had a conversation with a woman who doesn't know she's racist but is filled with a lot of hatred. Hmm. She doesn't know it. Wow. But I, I realized that I had to just listen to her. Like, that's the beginning of this lesson. You have to be able to listen to, even if you're like, this is cra- this is garbage. Like, I can't listen to this racist crap or what this hateful stuff, blah, blah, blah. Like, you have to be able to, like, endure and just listen to them. Because believe it or not, they're sharing their heart. They're sharing their heart. And I'm not, I'm not trying to like cape for them. I'm not I'm not for either side, I'm for God's side. How about that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I'm just explaining to you there there's opposing sides. And if we continue the way we are doing, there's gonna be war. Wow. Okay, where people die in war. And I'm not up for that. I'd rather embrace, <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> I, I, I'd rather unify. We can work, it doesn't have to go this way. We can work these things out. Right. Yeah,
4: my, my thought on the whole thing about, you know, um, about what we can learn from people who oppose us and have different opinions from us is that, yeah, that's, that's like ha- probably half of the people in the country is probably mm-hmm. gonna disagree with uh, disagree with you. And so, and those people are not going to suddenly disappear because you don't agree with them. They're still going to be, uh, you know, living in in the way, in the places they live. They're still going to be driving alongside the same streets as you. They're going to be working alongside you. And so we've got to be able to learn to live um, uh, with other people. We got to learn to live with people who disagree with us. We got to learn to live and we got to learn to love Uh, or else, you know, we would not, not be able to work together and we won't be able to survive as a human race.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So some
0: practicals, uh, before I close here, um, some practicals, like I said, if you're at a place where you can, let's say you're like Dom, I don't have the patience to call nobody. Then don't, if it's going to, if in your heart, if you're like, this is going to turn into an argument and I, I can't do that. That's fine. Don't, don't call them, please. <laughs> you know, but think of ways to not engage. Think of ways to seek to understand. If it's better for you to ask questions on Facebook, that may be your way. For me, I need to hear your voice, and I need you to hear mine. That's, that's me. It, it's helpful, even it like actually it's better in person, because then I can actually see your face, and I can like really understand you with all my senses, right? But if it's better for you to be like to, to maybe pose a question, see, hey, like, you know, can we can we ha- DM them, you know, direct message them and say, hey, I'm really interested in learning more of your point of view. Can you break it down for me? Help me understand where you're coming from. And then say, hey, you know, I would really like to share where I'm coming from. Can we have... A civil conversation about these things and keep in mind that I love you you may have to say that I said that to the woman I was speaking to and I was actually talking to her on the phone I kept telling her hey I you know I love you we go way back this woman watched me grow from a child to a man we go way back there's love there I love this person she doesn't understand me one bit but I love her okay you know And what also helped, um, this is, these are practicals for those listening out there. Try not to pull from rhetoric. And what I mean by that is try not to pull from articles, news, right? Media, right. Try to pull from experiences. And I'm not saying you, you can pull from some things, but try to make it about like, Hey, like for me, I shared with this woman my personal experiences with police officers. Wow. So that you can't, you cannot push that off. There's no, there's no, there's no news outlet that can be like, Oh, well, they said that that's not, that's false. Dominic. That didn't happen to you. There's no one can can tell you that Mm -hmm. I'm telling you my experiences. Right. This is why it's important for us to be learning people and getting to know people and getting into their life. So, you know, like, hey, these are the experiences of some of my friends in their
2: community. Yeah. And I this is the is truth. Such great, right. Such a great practical.
0: So uh, those are just some practicals. You guys got some practicals about how to engage um, in situations that we can turn into a positive where we're both understanding
3: each other. Yeah. What I can think of is is always just asking questions. Mm. I think uh, we have opinions for sure, and we may even see some facts, but when somebody shares what they think is a fact, I think a good good thing to do is ask a question. Why do you think this could help? Why do you think this matters? And you mm. just go down that, that journey and... If, it, if it's still there on social media that you're still having this discussion. Maybe take it off offline and continue to ask more questions.
2: Mm. Yeah, can I just like emphasize that, guys? I don't really think that yeah. anything good happens on the comment section of literally anything. Like YouTube, no. no. Instagram, <laughs>
1: <especially scrolling>.
2: Facebook, <laughs> comments. Um, yeah, I just feel like I just love what Dom said that you get to hear the other person when you call them or you're in person yeah. and just remind that there's another human there on the other side of the screen and it's not just like this like yeah yeah yeah
3: that takes courage so it does take courage yeah absolutely and I think also
4: sorry are you done Kelly Jane uh go ahead I was just gonna say that basically just looking for common ground I think is you know, with, with mm. people who, who have different opinions from you and just think even, you know, like, okay, maybe you don't, we're not going to be able to change each other's minds on this area, but maybe we could see how we're on the same page in these three areas mm. and, and I agree with you on these things. And that's going to overall help change my perception of you and help me to love you and help me to have a better conversation with you. Uh, And I think if you see me agree with you on these areas that we can find common ground on, you're probably going to be better, uh, more likely to want to hear my side as well. Wow. Yeah. I agree.
2: (laughs) I validate that statement. Yeah, I think something that was like really impactful for me one time, this woman messaged me on Facebook. She'd seen something I posted and so she direct messaged me and was like, hey, I know you really care about Black lives, so do I, but this post, blah, 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 and just, like, kind of talked about how it could be interpreted, and that was so helpful because I felt really validated that she saw me, like, she saw my heart, she knew why I cared so much, but she also just kind of, like, helped me with the, with the nuance of it, and I feel like that's something in general that we we agree that, life is valuable. Like that is something that we all opposing viewpoints agree on. I think it's just the nuances. And then you get into the nuances and then there's all these fallacies in them. And so then you feel like you can just like dismiss the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I just want to second that, that validating common ground, really hearing someone out. And, um, I think for me, it's helpful to remember that at one point in time, I did not know the things that I know. Mm. And if someone had come to me guns blazing about why I didn't know the things that I know now, it would have really upset me and it would have made me feel like they thought I was stupid or they thought I was mean. Um, I've learned a lot of things literally just by reading Instagram posts and watching documentaries. Um, so I know a lot more than I used to six months ago. So it's just helpful for me to remember that I probably thought like them or would think like them if I had the information that they have. I have other information. And so I can share that with them in a way that's like, hey, I just wanna share this with you. I wanna teach you if you're willing to learn it, but not you know, wide, wagging my finger, like why don't you know this yet kind of thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing like, we shouldn't be shaming people for what they think. Yeah. Right.
2: Just emphasizing to you, I mean, I was talking to a friend who is a white male and so he's having a lot of trouble, sorry I shouldn't say that so like so obviously, but like he's a white male and also he's having a lot of trouble understanding why black people are all up in arms right now and he says that he feels really accused and feels like really pressured and so I was able to meet him with like hey I'm white too, like I understand that we are very used to living in this like nice orderly bubble and all these mm-hmm. events kind of pop their bubble and I understand that that's uncomfortable and it makes it feel like they're attacking you. Yeah. But also been like slow burning and building for a very long time and was able to kind of share both perspectives. And I feel like that conversation was cool. Um so just empathy I just feel like goes such a long way. Yeah. But I will say I yeah I will definitely say that I have had conversations with people that I have just gotten so emotional and like been cutting people off and interrupting them and like just you know just being kind of uh, aggressive you know because I was passionate about what I believed in and so I just want to say that and have integrity that like when Dom was like oh we're gonna talk about this today I was like that's cool I would love to learn how to have a productive conversation because I feel like that's something I' um, totally
1: still learning yeah, this it's um
2: important.
0: it is not an easy thing like we're yeah. we're all we're all trying to grow in this and if you're a listener, if you listen to this podcast, hopefully you hopefully you're you're feeling what we're talking about and um, you know it's resonating, you know it's a hard charge. it is not easy, right but we're talking about changing the world here. Right. What I saw when George Floyd was killed, what I saw, the response I saw on Facebook of people, white and black, that was the type of response that I took like, oh, these people want to change the world. These people want to change their communities. And they want to make for a better country. That's what these people want to do that's what i saw Mm -hmm. i didn't see light posts about people who didn't want to get involved i saw people who wanted to get involved right and and that's what i see you know like that's the purpose of this is that these people want to get involved great well this these are the things we have to grow in together us too we have Mm -hmm. to learn how to be able to speak with people and seek to understand them and to love them that's where it starts we have to listen learn and love um if you guys don't have anything else i'm going to go ahead and close nope i have i have a quote i have to quote to close today and it's a quote by my main man martin luther king jr Mm -hmm. says now there is a final reason i think that jesus says love your enemies It is this, that love has within it a redemptive power, and there is a power there that eventually transforms individuals. Just keep being friendly to that person. Just keep loving them, and they can't stand it too long. Oh, they react in many ways in the beginning. They react with guilt feelings, and sometimes they'll hate you a little more At that transitional period. Mm. Just keep loving them and by the power of your love they will break down under the load. That's love you see. It is redemptive and this is why Jesus says love. There's something about love that builds up and is creative. There's something about hate that tears down and is destructive. So, love your enemies. That is from Martin Luther King Jr. Right. Oh,
2: come on.
0: So, love your enemies.